0: If you like taste test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. Have a taste. You are now in the zone. zone, zone, The zone with Taste taste test live. This is Damien Lamar here at Taste Test Live, and I'm in the studio with my co-host Lou Francois Extraordinaire and the lovely MJ Baker. Hello. Mm. We also have a special guest. Uh, I'm excited to have Mr. Mark Dickerson. Hey, man. Yeah. Hi. How you doing? Good. I'm I'm exquisite. Oh man, that's my word. (laughs) I should have a T-shirt that says "I'm exquisite." (laughs) I love that word because, like, you can't. It can get better than that. I mean, it could get better. I'm sure there's it's another. hard to get better than this quiz, though. Man. Yeah, it's pretty hard. but I always stay there because, you, you know, it, it, every little notch lo- below that is not bad. Right. You know, you it's go. not all this good. So anyway, I'd like to take a quick moment and um, introduce uh, Mark Dickerson to those of you who have not heard Mark Dickerson or who he is and what he's doing. And um, I'm just really, really excited to have him here. Uh, yes. So Mark Dickerson is a singer, songwriter and the lead pastor of Amazing Life Church. His love and passion for music and its role in the church has deep roots in the Pentecostal denomination where he was raised, sang and played piano and drums for many years. Pastor Mark left the church and pursued a career as an R&B artist, singer and songwriter in the early 2000s. That was the time that I met you. Yeah. During that <laughs> during which time he won several songwriting awards, landed a major record deal with MCA Records, and would later spend five years singing background for r and b soul singer Fantasia. Wow. Now as senior pastor, his heart for God continues to increase, as does his heart for the next generation of worship and arts leaders in the church. As God teaches him, he's compelled to be the one to reach back to help teach others the same lessons he's learned over the years. Welcome to Taste Test Live. Pastor thank Mark. you, thank you for having me. This is amazing, man. Thank You're you so most much. welcome. You're most welcome. Yeah. Um, I got a, I have to say that I did get this like quick text message. Like, listen, we have to have him on. Like, please make some things happen. Like, <laughs> rearrange your schedule for Pastor Mark. Rearrange be, your life. Rearrange my life, and I did, and it worked out. Yeah. All things work together
1: for the good of those who love God and who are called according to His purpose man did I come like here to quote Bible scriptures no, it's, what, what it's are we okay. doing man it's you're, okay, you're okay.
2: Right. it's okay I'm like what's this? Yeah. it's okay yeah this
0: me is anointing Mark Know the word right now <laughs> anoint me that's funny yeah. anoint me yeah I mean you know it, and that's the thing about it that's why I feel like all it, at this moment everything kind of culminated for you to be here yes um yeah. I have not spent a lot of time with you, but I met you. We were discussing prior before we began mm-hmm. about 16 years ago during your <laughs> secular uh, deviation from the gospel. Um, well, why we got to talk about it like that? No, it was uh, part of his bio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, um, that
1: was in there. It yeah. Was in there.
0: yeah. And, and, and I feel like it's really important to to um, to understand people's stories. Yeah. You know, there is a reason that you took that deviation. And I'm hoping that you are at least here to share a little bit of some of that. Absolutely. With us, um, I mean, touring with Fantasia and singing background for Fantasia—that's a pretty big deal.
2: But yeah. I have a question: Do you feel like it was a deviation, or was it a part? That's the word that I'm. I was saying, why do we have to say it's a deviation? Yeah, was it a part of your story? Yeah,
3: because he always been in the church,
2: right? It was. Was it a part of the journey to
1: get you? So that what? What an amazing question. So <clears throat> I don't think it was a deviation. I, I think it was all. A part of the story the master right. plan yeah. and yeah. and it had that not happened, the story wouldn't be what it is the the story wouldn't be as effective as it is had I not taken that route, but I think we all have routes that we have to take to get to where we're supposed to be, and I'm not there yet. I'm right. not where I'm supposed to be just mm-hmm. yet, you know what I mean I'm not where I'm going to end up just yet, but I right. think it was a part of the story yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: yeah. All right. So during that time of of working with Fantasia, what was that like? Like, tell us, just kind of paint a picture for people who don't know what it's like singing background for a major artist. Yeah. So
1: can I just backtrack just a little bit? Sure. So so that was not my first taste in the R&B non-church world, right? Mm -hmm. So when I left uh, college at the University of South Florida, I moved to Atlanta to pursue a music career. And we that's where we got our major record deal. So I was an R&B artist then. Oh, wow. And okay. we traveled the world before I even met Fantasia then. And mm-hmm. it's funny because um, I... Le- <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have not told this before, so this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, like, we, like
0: <laughs> we like a little juicy
1: news. <laughs> so I came off of the road with... Um, my major record deal. I was in such a tug of war between sacred and secular in, in my own heart. And mm. I, I'm not And I'm not there anymore at all. Either. I'm cool with all of me. But at that time, I was in such a tug of war. And then my pastor, while I was on the road with this R&B group, with this multi-million dollar deal, told me, hey man, your time with that group is up. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm signed to a deal. I have black and white. I owe this label these years. Yeah. He was like, nope, I'm telling you now, your time is up. So, I left the group, man. I just didn't go back. I just didn't go back on tour. And and people like, well, why'd you do that? So And then I came back to Jacksonville and I was serving my mom in ministry. And I got the call from one of my buddies, Javon Hill. You guys know Javon, mm-hmm. a local, mm-hmm. an amazing talent right here from Jacksonville that said, hey, Fantasia's auditioning for background singers for one gospel gig that she has in Chicago. I was like, hey, man, let's do it. And I was an associate pastor at the time. And I said, okay, let's do it. And I did it. And that one gig turned into another phone call. I said, hey, somebody's leaving her camp. Do you want to go on the road with Fantasia? And at the time, my son was, what, four? My daughter was two. I was an associate pastor, and I had the biggest decision in the world to make. Am I going to go back to being secular, or am I, I going to stay this sacred guy that people right, want me to be, right? right.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that that has always been a battle. And I chose to go. And those years were the best, most fun, most incredible years of my entire life.
2: Now, do you feel that um, being that it has now given you the balance to. So when you have people who who come to you who may not be at their best or may feel like they're not at their best that you can now look at them and maybe be a little like have more understanding you know towards them
1: absolutely and you know what i I think uh, absolutely my words almost kind of fail me because that was such an epiphany type period that whole five year five year period um I think what happened to me was I had years of scales kind of peeled from my eyes night after night after night after night. I mean, going from Japan to Africa to wherever we went with Fantasia, we saw people who loved music night after night after night. And here I am, this assistant pastor, on the stage with this um, R&B singer, right, and I would see people in five minutes. Fantasia only did a five-minute gospel set in her whole two-hour set. Yeah, five minutes. You saw ministry. Around the world. And it wow. didn't every single night. People who didn't speak English, who knew nothing about church, nothing wow. about beers in their hands, cigarettes. Every time in five minutes, you would see people respond so i'm getting goosebumps I yeah, me too, me too. This respond yeah. <laughs> to the power of god the power of love and the power of music at once amazing and that peeled scales from my eyes that have mm. been there for years and now i know that god is not in a
4: church yes only yeah. wow absolutely he's not yeah
1: in a pulpit he's not so that helped me and i've been able to help a lot more people who have kind of come to that crossroads where they've been battling with their own internal kind of dichotomy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's it's been that kind of help yeah. for other people
4: yeah
2: yeah and i mean and for me i can say it because i'm an artist as well and i grew up in the church like damien we all talk about that and i had that struggle at first like, how can God use me like this? And then it, through my journey, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it was like, you know, Him showing me I can use you in,
0: in any capacity, anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely.
2: mean, I spoke through a donkey, I yes. spoke through fire, I can use anything, yeah. And so that gave me the peace to continue. So that's yeah. really cool, wow. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean it's interesting because I knew watching Fantasia's story from the very beginning when she had her first American Idol audition and then they, then she you know was picked and she was the top ten and then she won. She to me she's always been a little Shirley Caesar. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean
0: when you think about it you know I mean yeah. she's she's got that North Carolina. Pentecostal in her, it's in her bones. It, you know, regardless of even when she performs any secular music, you see a gospel artist. Yeah, Uh, that's just that's been my opinion of her, and and it's been amazing to watch her journey, all the ups and downs, and um, how how things were exposed, and you know, going (laughs) through this relationship, and now her finding her her husband, you know, the the actual husband that
1: God really had for her. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, you really follow her, don't you, man? <laughs> I have, well, uh, I from mean, the beginning, I know. That's I mean, good stuff. That's good I, stuff. Yeah, I, I really because really that's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
0: I mean, yeah. And, and, and you can't help but it's it. You know, like you talk about ministry. Everybody has a different life, and everybody has a different life path that takes them somewhere. But God is in all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, every wow. every last piece of it. So, um, you touring on the road with her. I'm sure mm-hmm. you had a chance to see. Some behind the scenes oh, of, yeah. of, of her without exposing too much of her personal life. Oh
1: yeah, what was that like? So first of all, Fantasia, I, I think Fantasia is like a mold. I think that God made and broke after He made her. She's one of mm, a kind, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I agree. And and I think if seeing her in her humanity, seeing her in her personhood, just being a broken lady mm-hmm. and just being an amazing artist and just being a businesswoman and just being a mother and being a wife and being the top of the tabloids and being the bottom of the charts and being all these things man you see all these facets of her and what it did for me was it was like man if she can perform through that yeah if yeah. she can get on stage and listen she does not miss it, uh, she doesn't miss mm-hmm. no uh, five years not one show has she missed she kills consistently so I was like man what is it that's in all that turmoil and all that grit that causes her to get on stage and bare her soul with perfection like that <laughs> right mm-hmm. and, and I think that's it I think it was the ups and downs of life the the, the hardships that just got her on stage and, man, she would just wreck it. I mean, Mm. city after city. So she's a beautiful person, man. I I felt like being with Fantasia was a part of my spiritual um, assignment at the time. Just to be there for her. And I got really close to her, got really close to the other background singers. Man, we spent some dark, dark times together, some... Ex- extremely happy times together. Um, we saw the world together, man, and mm-hmm. and that that's um, it changes it, you. It changes your wow. molecules. It changes everything, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, so, oh, go ahead. So, being a, a pastor in the new millennium, what is that like? Like with those experiences that you've had, and being that we're in the social media age, <laughs> we're in the you know live Facebook live age. Like, how do you you know, find that you can and that our attention spans are shorter, yes. So, you can't preach for an hour and a half <laughs> oh, no, no more, oh, you know what no. I'm saying? And worship cannot go for more than 35, no. 30, 40 minutes, no, 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 or, no. or we asleep, you know what I'm saying? Preaching real like,
3: good, Pastor Baker. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) And you got it. Right. And you need a job.
1: You got it.
2: I used to be a worship leader. Okay. So, but what I mean, so how do you find that you can connect to people and really, you know, in this short
1: attention span? So let's talk about the connection point first, right? I think life and I think God has a way. I think we're all assigned to different people at different times Mm -hmm. right as just being humans and being and then on top of that if, if you if you consider yourself a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ we're all assigned to certain people even outside of that we all have people that we're supposed to be touching right right and I think our life paths equip us to reach them at a depth that can be Life changing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that that experience with Fantasia and all the things that happened before that and after that helped me uh, prepare me to minister to the people I've been called to, right, at an effective level in this millennial time frame. So, right. you're right, I had to go back. I was raised Pentecostal, where we stay in church. Yes. When I tell my all day <laughs> you go in, in the morning. Same here. You right. go you 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 go, you leave and you go eat lunch. Yeah,
2: and you come back. You, you go back.
1: <laughs> back. Don't don't matter if you got school the next day. Nobody right. cares about Nobody that. Cares. It's about making it's sure I soul ser- safe.
2: <laughs> it's about that kingdom time. <laughs>
1: Seriously. I'm
4: sorry. And I don't mean so. No, but that's no. so real, it's, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I had to switch it up. Just yeah. and be like, "Yo, 25 30 minutes max. Wow. It's preaching and I mean and and I'm a preacher, right? But I had to switch up. Then I had to get used to being on social media, having people see me and dig into my life and at that part I just honestly yeah. again, here's the first I've ever said this, I am terrified of social media. Not really? that I have anything yeah. about me that that anybody wants to right, know, it's right. not even that. I just people just people are so cruel. Yeah, you I know mean, what I, like, I
0: call it, and, oh, I, and this is the first time I'm actually admitting this. <laughs> I had a, a vision a long, t- about ten years ago, prior before social media like really, really blew up. I had a business, and I was like giving classes and everything. And the word was, "Welcome to the superficial voyeuristic generation of tomorrow." Mm, man. Wow. Hit it man. man, And and, it, and I That's heard that exactly loud and is. clear, superficial voyeuristic these people peering into your life they're very superficial and they're only focused about tomorrow nobody's living for today Mm. that's a lot that's a lot but here we are because
2: here we are i mean and then how do you you know as a spiritual leader because it is superficial so we're it's like when we're online a lot we don't know how to be real, Ooh, even man. with each other. So, you know, we come to church, we look nice, we hop, we skip, we jump, you know, and different things like that. They, they hop but, and
0: skip in church? <laughs> Damn, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like and and listen, I was one of them. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but I but I know that I did it because I saw everybody else did it. I really oh, didn't wow. feel God's presence. Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't really didn't feel his presence. I would love to interview you. <laughs> wow, but I won't do that. Yeah. But it's like so, I mean, so how do you like when you teach your flock, when you teach the people that you have stewardship over, how do you, you know, open that to get real, that realness outside of the superficiality of, you know, this generation? While you know? social
1: media is on, while right. the camera is you know, <laughs> right. Right. on. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. I think that there's this again, there, I keep using this word dichotomy. There is this dualism at work in that. Right. So I think that, yes, social media has created this short attention span Species of human, right? Mm. We don't want to sit very long. You better know what you're preaching because everybody got their phone Googling everything you're saying as yes. you say it. So it's doing that. So I think social media has done that, but it's also forced preachers and people, it's forced us to be real mm. because people, so it's created this false, falsehood kind right, of fakeness right, right. with filters and mm-hmm. stuff, right? But it's also forced pastors and if if you're really going to reach people at a visceral level it's forced us to be real authentic so, authentic. so right. me I, I ain't got no problem off rip saying hey i'm told up i'm jacked up yeah. you don't want to see me outside of church you want to see me outside this pulpit on a bad day i'm that dude yeah. i just might t-, you know what i'm saying <laughs> And I think that is that's mm-hmm. that that's again that language that makes you a lot more relatable Absolutely. to to this millennial generation because hey, you put on a smoke screen if you want to. They're going to go and Google you and find out everything about What's you anyway. Behind the screen right. And put it out there whether mm-hmm. you want to be out there or not, right? right. So yeah, that's kind of where I am. Today. So
0: your church is called Amazing Life Church. Yeah? Yes, sir. Amazing did you did, were you responsible for the coming up of that name?
1: Uh so I, I yes. Yes. Yes, it took a long time. Um, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go a little deeper. A little deeper, all right. Let's go a little
4: deeper. All right. <laughs> I'm a amazing creator. Amazing
0: life church. That just, it just, it feels great.
1: Amazing life. And so you people come to your church. Expecting that amazing life. So yeah, so you know what? I, I, I intentionally went into, so here's my deepness for the night okay. I'll be done. I intentionally went into prayer. Right. Okay, that's it. I I, I, I went went into prayer and I asked God, God, you know, you giving me a different message. I have a different set of circumstances, a different set of things that got me here. How do I say this and what name do I put on this that makes people say, okay, this is. That's my place. That's my place. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just gave me amazing life. Church, I was trying to look up, you know, at one point in time, one name churches was real sexy and real, the thing to right. do at one yeah. point in time, like live church or like, right. like Agape, my church or like <laughs> agape or right. just one name church yeah. was real sexy. So I was kind of trying to look and see, okay, yeah. God, what's this sexy name? And and he was like, hey, just amazing life. I was like, okay, let's do it. And it kind of stuck. Yeah, that's beautiful. It. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So in, in your role as a pastor, um, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, what has it been like since you've, you know, walked away from or your your time with Fantasia and you you actually were full time in the ministry. How how has that been oh, with man. the evolution of your church since God gave
1: you the name of the church? Man, so that's another interview that would take a long time. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, so much, man. And I'm such I'm in such a strange but good place right now because that evolution has not been easy man mm-hmm. it's not been easy and w- and if i were to be phony and real social media like right now i could say what's well, been great i mean but it's not been easy at all right um my passion is music my passion is reaching people through music man mm-hmm. i i so we know what our gifts are. At some point, we reach a point where we know what our gifts are. Right. And I know what I've been gifted to do, right? Mm-hmm. I also know what I'm good at. So I have been gifted to touch people through music. I have become good, and this is no tooting my own horn at all, but I've become good at pastoring. I can, I've can. i learned how to preach. I have that gift. I have that but there's this part of me that still, and I'm being just. Just real. And right. Right. Now, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> this part of me that still feels like, mm, but there's something else.
2: That's good. Reaching
1: people, loving people, leading people to Christ, helping people find their better lives, <clears throat> right? Um, training leaders, but I still have this. I'm not sure why I'm saying is. This, this be, I mean, maybe I should be saying this right now. No, 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 definitely. No. But there's still this part of me that says, "But there's something else," and I think it's okay to be there. I think, yeah, definitely. I think what, I think if that's, that's, what if you change okay that word be "else" better. to "more"? There's something more. That, something exactly. More. That's oh, wow. the word, man. That's the word, Mister. I know That's the word. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, it that's is. Because more. there is.
4: Well, there is. and
2: yeah. but I and I think too a part of that. You know, like you said, that uneasiness or this period, looking, you know, feeling that something more too is because we sometimes, we have been raised to be one dimensional. Oh, man. But mm. he, when he breathed into us, we became multi dimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it says that he formed man, right? From the dust likeness. of the earth right and then it says he breathed life into him yeah. so if he yeah. is if god is one is more is multidimensional than we are too
0: and his likeness in his so it's, it's his more image, than yeah.
2: so it's more than natural for us to desire to say there's something else in me. You know, just like, okay, for example, I never thought I would be co-hosting a podcast. I never thought, but, you know, it's like, then Damien asked me, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not a, a podcast girl. And now, you know, I'm here every oh, Tuesday. Oh, but you are.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: here every Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You know?
3: You know it's so funny, though? I, it just hit me when she said that. Do you know that she's an amazing uh, worship leader?
4: Yeah.
3: Like, she is super dope, dope. like <laughs> like it's not it's not like uh commercial. it's more yeah. like she's pouring out and it's not even like I would even say it's not even just about gospel like she's pouring out to the people and leading them to a place where yeah. they can feel free like hey give your all because she's giving her all when she's singing yeah. Yeah. and uh, so speaking of that when you was talking about um, something else um, do you ever feel like there was a time when the, you know you know? of course I know you know Atazio with Javon and I, do you ever feel like mm, don't ask me that Blue. no 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 I was, I'm, no, a, I'm no, playing that's a good I'm conversation <laughs> <laughs> no but do you ever feel like what you was on Like, what, do you ever feel like oh don't ask
4: me that no
3: Do you ever feel, (laughs) no, do you ever, like, there was a time when, before Neo came out, like, I have some friends that know Neo in his early stages, and then, so, there was, like, go-to writers, there was, like, like people, like, you know, I'm not gonna say names, but there was go-to writers, and you was one of the go-to people in the industry, do you ever feel like, god may have stopped something so that way you can maybe flourish in the gospel as a writer like bring out the pen because you was like a penman like you was like like right, we need to hit call mark oh my goodness oh mark is not available <clears throat> call neo like do you even realize that you was on the cusp of like go-to writers in the that's industry that's what
1: i didn't want you to ask me <laughs> <laughs> i'm so serious oh my god i'm so serious
3: Maybe that's what you're missing. Like maybe you was on a cusp, but
1: then does this show always do this? Is this supposed to do this? I uh, always do. <laughs> I asked him
3: earlier not to make
1: our guest uncomfortable. Oh no, but this is this is good. So oh my god, you was a go-to. What a deep question. Ah, uh, do I sometimes battle with the thoughts of did I miss my turn? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> now, that's not regret. Don't Right. I, no, no, no. I that know. is not. No, there's a difference. There's a difference. So, no, I don't regret the path that I took at all. Do I sometimes battle? Uh, do I ask myself sometimes, like, Mark, what are you doing? You could have or you could possibly still be. Absolutely. I think that more, probably more often than most people would say is healthy. So I do think that a lot. Um, not, not at all questioning the fact that God's hand is weighty on my life. Not at all questioning that. Um, do I miss those days where—and it's funny, so can I tell you? yeah. So, yeah. so that's a different person, and, and this is going to sound real strange. That person, mm-hmm. who was that guy, his name is Miz, M-I-Z. Miz the writer. So I'm, I'm just going to, this is so deep, man, I should not be.
3: Come on, get back in the darkness one second. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was not
0: <laughs> come back to the dark. <laughs> you
1: sound like somebody from Star Wars right <laughs> now. Man.
2: Y'all with these words. It's, dark so side.
1: Th- it's funny, man, because Jacksonville doesn't know Miz. Right. Jacksonville knows Mark or Pastor Mark. From Fox Temple. Right. Exactly. Oh, I know you do homework. Man. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Jacksonville knows Mark. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody out nobody outside of Jacksonville calls me Mark. Nobody. They call me Miz because mm-hmm. that is what that's that that was my name. That carried Wade. It was something. It was somebody. It meant we about to get it. You yeah. know? And yes, yes, it's, I feel those ways, especially when things when it gets hard. Yeah, and I think we all do that, right? Yeah. We all go back yeah. and question, like, "Man, did I miss?" Especially when it gets really hard, I'm like, "Dang it, man! I can just, I could have, but now I'm, and maybe so yeah. all those things." Yeah. Right? Yes, I, I do think that, but 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 I'm grateful for where I am right now, and and I know there's more as damien said
3: now um i know that um when i first met you a couple years ago i did the well when i first met you on a professional level when you made that first transition you was doing the gospel with your group on the choir and you did phenomenal um that actually charted Mm -hmm. and um and i noticed that it it was like a big wave like it was like a lot of people was promoting and pushing it um do you feel like that song could have went a little further or like who who was Mark Dickerson then versus the song like you know with your new single King of My Heart like it, like I know this is two to, two totally different sounds.
1: Yeah, so Mark Dickerson then was still in the discovery stages of who is this R and B guy writing this gospel music. It was the it was like awkward. Who it didn't sound bad though. I, I mean, you know what. Thank you, Blue. I appreciate that. (laughs) But 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 I'll and I say that because only the only grace and reason it didn't sound bad is because I had people around me who knew how to make me not seem so awkward. And 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 I know that I'm gifted in music, Mm -hmm. so it's almost like I know that God's hand is on me to help the world in music. So it's almost like it's gonna do. Something, right? right Yeah. And does that sound boastful? No, no, no not, not at, at all. No, at all. because
2: you know what? That's the part of the scripture that says your gift will make room for you.
4: Mm. So it
2: will continue to make room for you. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's just when that time comes, mm-hmm. and then it'll pop, and you'll be like, "Oh, okay, this is what I, what well, what I was waiting for."
1: That song could have went so much further had I known who Mark was then had i knew how mark and Miz merged or had i knew better how to navigate that season of my life that i stopped that song because i didn't know what the heck to do i just didn't know i didn't know what to do with me my brain my talent my i didn't know i was like a fish out of water Mm -hmm. um but this song is a lot so why am i gonna get emotional on the radio Is that allowed? Yes. But I I, I won't do that. I won't do that. This song is after a period of death in me. Mm. Right? Mm
4: -hmm. Just
1: walking through this gut-wrenching, my beautiful wife and I, my son, my daughter, walking through probably the darkest season of my entire life. So this song... My voice is not the same. The way I, the way I phrase words is not the same. The way I articulate certain vowels isn't the same. I tell people that last season I went through changed my molecules, man. It was so dark wow. and so hard mm. and so heavy. So this song it has a lot of pain in the vocals, a lot of a lot of grit in the vocals Uh, uh, um, the text of my voice has changed I think and this song really bleeds just this broken man who just loves God
3: can you introduce the uh, tell us about it who produced it
1: give us some (laughs) Mm. trying to figure out how to get back into music after that darkness after that hit after that gut wrenching season I didn't want to write anything. I just didn't feel like I was worthy to write anything. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't know what to say. I was like, God, what in the world do I do? Mm-hmm. And I had this, I had spent all this money on this brand new studio at my home and never touched it. It just sat there because music for me just hurt. Mm-hmm. It just Hurt, and I just wow. didn't want to touch it. I didn't think anybody wanted to hear it anymore. I was in that space like I missed my chance. Let me just go off and kind of sail off into the sunset and become this great husband, this great dad, this great preacher and just leave music alone. Wow. So this song is my first attempt at music again after being broken so much and um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want anybody to produce the music. I just it's the it's the actual track from the artist. I just got the track from the artist. The, it, that's it's a cover. And somebody asked me the other day, man, why would you release a song that's not yours when your pen is so dope? Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. would you not write? I was like, man, I did. I could. My words would break this yeah. situation. Yeah. My words would mess it up. So, so this 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 particular artist, the the lyrics resonated with where you were at that moment and more than anything yeah Mm
2: wow that's understandable it, it
1: took me three months to record this one song wow whoa i started and stopped started and stopped i quit i was like i'm not doing it and i was like you know what let me just get it done and here it is and we'll see what happens man well right now go ahead and introduce the song All right, so this is the new single uh, called King of My Heart, made popular by Bethel Music. And uh, yeah, King of My Heart. Right here on Taste Test Live.
4: Let the king of my heart Be the mountain where I run The fountain I drink from oh he is my song. let the king of my heart be the shadow where i hide the ransom for my life oh he is my song. and you are good you're good oh yes and you are good You are good, you're good, oh yes You are good, you're good, oh yes And let the King of my heart be the wind inside my sail And the anchor for my ways, He is my song Let the king of my heart be the fire inside my veins and the echo of my days, he is my song. And let the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails and the anchor for my waves, he is my song. And let the king You're never gonna let me down, no. You're never If gonna I let ascend never to the highest mountain, down, no. you are there. you the never
0: First of all, "King of My Heart." Mm-hmm. That's an amazing, a beautiful worship song, and yeah. um, it, it, like MJ Baker was saying, you know, it's an it's a song that you can listen to all the time because yeah. it expresses how grateful you are, mm-hmm. the the nature of God's goodness, and, and and it just makes you full of gratitude,
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: just understanding God's nature. So, thank you for sharing that. Thank
1: you, man. I it's appreciate beautiful. that. Beautiful. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Um, last, I only have, like, two questions left. Um, he always has, like, a number. <laughs> you know, like, he's got five questions usually at the beginning. I'm like, I got five questions. <laughs> no, because my
3: last question is about the church, because I actually attended. I brought my, you know, family over there. I was about to say my little family. I brought my family over there. But but, but before we delve into that, um, when, when how I first knew about you, you know, from, you know, your— your, your mother, who had in, event, recently stepped down to so, so you can pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, when I met her and I found out about her, you know, and I, and I met your brothers, you know, the, you had, um, Reese was telling me about um, there was a group. I had this group the Dickersons or something like that is that true mm-hmm. and um, and and from there when I started finding out about that I think I had when I took pictures of your mom she was telling me some stories and I did I had forgot that there was like a big musical talent boom when uh, Ross, Willie Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and so, a <laughs> long
4: time ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
3: I, I was like, there's so much history in Jacksonville when it comes to singers, writers, and to know
0: that you was actually in the midst of that and just... Do you remember in- Progressive Youth? Absolutely. I was yeah. in that choir.
1: Oh, you were in Progressive? I was in Progressive. Okay, so y'all were our... Arch rivals
4: right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> So there were two uh, Rivaled uh, we choirs a big old
1: choir too Huge Ooh. And
2: then your choir was what?
1: So I was in Willie Ross's New Youth Community Choir Yeah Okay About 200 plus Yeah Beasts
2: I remember kids. hearing about Willie Ross
1: You know Jameson, or... R- that's Jameson Ross Jameson Ross's dad
3: yeah.
2: Oh really? James Ross, yeah. the
1: singer and the uh, drummer.
3: Oh wow! Yes. That's what I'm trying to Dad. say. Like that's his father. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's like a a melting pot of just under the leadership of Rilla Ross. Like there's a lot of people who you know can't evolve from out of that and are doing like major things. You know, like you know, like you know, I I just I remember a couple months ago, a year ago, was you wrote you had some uh, you wrote, you did you co you co-wrote
1: a project for J J Harrison. Um, I wrote something for... J.J. J. Harrison recorded one of my songs. Oh. I wrote something for James Fortune. That's
3: that's major! Yeah. You see how... That's, he's,
1: yeah. that's really great. Man. Thank you. Thank you, man. To God be the glory, man. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I still think you can
3: give glory to God writing hits for others in the gospel arena. It don't even have oh, yeah. to be... You know, like, you can be Or secular. I mean... Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: Music is music. Yeah, music is music.
3: Yeah. 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 I I, th- I, don't th- 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 I think you should pick the pen up. I mean... You know, like if you wrote, I mean, did you write, um, did you write a song
1: for Fantasia? So I wrote several songs for Fantasia. Yeah, w- none of them made the album. Uh, okay. But but none of, so the entire band then wrote several smash records for Fantasia. Uh, we wanted, but none of them made the record for whatever reason.
4: Yeah, 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 um, yeah.
1: And so now that Javon and those guys are back with her again now, now they're, I think they're writing the whole album right now but right now I think she's I don't think she has a deal right now she, she's on she's on right, her she's own right independent now, so she has a lot more say in what okay. actually goes on the would record, you
3: so. I mean would I mean would it be introduced for you to come back in and maybe rewrite some songs or introduce some new songs or would you be inclined to introduce some songs because she has that gospel background like hey you know like make it maybe make it fit her since you know her so well so get a I, check out I, of it. I,
1: I like I, 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 I like your angle, Blue. I, I like that angle, but it, she she's not, so. Uh, I think the project is closed now. I think I think they, yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah. written all of it. <sighs> and it's closed now. and and I I hit Javon up, and I was like, hey man, if there's, if anything comes open, and I felt so stupid doing it. I was oh. like, hey man, if anything comes open. You know, routine. I'm here, bro. Let let's get it. Let's yeah, get yeah, yeah, it. You yeah. know? <laughs> now, At least you <laughs> but, tried, though. Hey, but uh, that just didn't work out. But that's cool. Nothing that didn't that didn't bother me, didn't hurt me. None of that. Uh, right, none right, of that. right, right, right. Uh, it just wasn't for me to be on that project. <sighs> yeah, and and you know what? I have not. I I I got a to God be the glory. Mm-hmm. Another song placed on on Byron Cage. Oh wow. wow! And I wrote yeah. this song years ago.
4: Yeah, years yeah. Ago. I,
1: these are songs. Songs that are placing, I'm not even. Well, they're
0: timeless. A song, I mean, a a, a song is timeless. There's no time limit on a song. It's yeah, just awesome. like a, a poem or the words of Dr. King. They're just, they're just it's relevant. They're just timeless. Yeah. 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 So I mean, when I'm, it's I'm when it's right, place. it's right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you getting paid? Mm. That's good.
1: So it's just these things are happening. But I, but now that I'm ready, now that I'm ready to dive back in and pursue and not let my musical part of me just go. I'm, I'm just excited to see kind of what doors will open. It's it's a, it's, a, it's still a grind though. You know I what? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a I'm gonna tell you Not what. Sure. You say it's what doors?
0: Burn. One of the doors is called Moore. more. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that
1: man. Yeah, mm. yeah. that Door is called more. I like that. I'm that's just saying. good. So, so I gotta make a note of that. That's the next song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a check. Yeah, oh, yeah we are gonna
0: roll with that. <laughs> you can. You can.
4: I'll do some background. Awesome. Let's go, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. that's yeah. awesome.
3: More. Now, keep in mind that you know a lot of the you know there's a lot of. Singers that we look up to, that we listen to, that we worship to have their churches and their ministry, like Donna Lawrence. Um, what's the, um, uh, what's... Uh, Smokey Norfolk. Smokey Norfolk. The, the, my favorite singer, I can't even think of her name, uh, from Texas. Kimberell Kimberell Kimberell, yeah. Like, she has, you know, she's a pastor she's a of pastor, her church, yeah. and she has a full-time music career. She yeah. I mean she's a she inner, tours. Yeah, she yeah. tours and <laughs> runs a church. So I mean mm-hmm. it's not like you
1: putting down the pen. Right. But not I, at
3: all. But you it, should pick it back up and, you know <laughs>
1: <Blue>. <laughs> Yeah, it it can be done. And that you know what? That that and that's another that's another uh kind of j- journey. You gotta kinda figure out how does all that work together, yeah, right? Because yeah. pastoring is all consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm married to a beautiful woman for 14 years now. Oh, yeah, in August.
2: congratulations! My, my wife,
1: uh, Jerica, and I have two kids. So th- those that's my first, mm-hmm. that's my world, right? And uh, so doing that, pastoring a church, working a nine to five, uh, it's just a lot. And I I still haven't figured out figured out how to do that but it can be done because several artists take that Ty Tribbett is a pastor right yeah, now yeah. Um, uh, was Marvin Sapp full time pastor Marvin Winans full time pastor right. Donna McClurkin full time yeah. pa- so pastor so you can do it and yeah and it happens Stephen Furtick Stephen yeah. Furtick yeah. Is, yeah. Is, a, is a is a pastor and has one of the largest musical conglomerates on the planet right now so it can be done now I'm just trying to figure out how to do that and, and yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in that space right now
3: my last question, um, do you do you plan on traveling as a pastor, like going to different, you know, kind of speaking, like taking engagements?
1: Yeah, so I preach out quite a bit. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's why my voice is kind of raspy because I, I, I <laughs> preach a whole lot more than I sing now, <laughs> but I preach out quite a bit. And as a matter of fact, I, my wife and I fly out uh, Friday to go to Atlanta to um, sing, and I may have to preach while I'm there. So I, I get that. I don't know how far that will go, yeah. uh, but I, I preach out quite a bit. I personally been to a couple services and I appreciate the
3: word that I got my um you know when I brought my girlfriend she really enjoyed herself she really felt you know the spirit i was I'm glad something told me to capture video and for you to post because in a little t- 30 seconds or 60 seconds, you said some powerful things about relationship and it was amazing. And I've had people, you know, just, you know, resonate with what you were saying. It's like, wow, that's amazing. Just me sharing it. So um, take the time out. If y'all don't have any questions, to plug I, your church I do. I have one Oh, question. okay. Go
0: ahead. Just one. This is the, the, I just got one question. Oh, there you go. Left. <laughs> the number. <laughs> do you want to be baptized? My... Yeah. Come on, Damien. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've been baptized already. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you've talked about your wife and your marriage of 14 years, Have you considered writing a a, because I think a lot of men don't understand the importance of intimacy
4: Mm -hmm. and and being
0: it is another podcast, (laughs) but but being in ministry Mm -hmm. and you you still have to make love to your wife. You still Mm -hmm. have to take care of her and Mm -hmm. be there for her Mm -hmm. as a a pastor who is married to the church. Mm -hmm. You have your wife. Have you considered writing at all? Um, specifically like an album or something dedicated to your wife or um, to help couples mm. who need to like to increase their intimacy in their relationships?
1: So, uh, no, I haven't. I have not considered that. Uh, mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes did that before yeah, he did. with He Motions, right? Mm-hmm. He did that. But T.D. Jakes can't sing like you, right? No, no. <laughs>
4: I'll tell T.D. Jakes something like,
0: okay, oh. pass the mark or T.D. Jakes? Oh, uh, come on <laughs>
1: you know that's a good idea i have not thought about i haven't thought about that man my, that's part my, of that more you can take that i'll take that's it free consultation it, right appreciate, there. It, appreciate it. <laughs> but but you're right i mean yes. we all need help with that i mean because life can get so consuming and and until you're like okay i gotta stop i gotta make time we gotta go away we gotta stop because ministry is non-stop right it will grind you to powder if, if you let it. Mm-hmm. But my wife and I are, are in a healthy rhythm. So, yeah, we're good. Excellent. That's good.
2: Excellent. I mean, because I was going to just say, in extension to that, because one thing that I'm learning is we aren't nurtured enough in the area of intimacy. Mm, exactly. We're not nurtured as men or women to, you know, to be into how can I be intimate with you without giving my body? Mm-hmm. You know, how to that mental intimacy the time you know those types of yeah. things and that is really important we assume we know because we watch TV right
0: right oh. and but, we but you we, know that, we not we to feel cut like you that's off, what's teaching us but I feel like too like in ministry if especially when you have a individually you two have a separate relationship with God and I talk to my friends about this all the time about the the nature of God and having a relationship if I'm in a relationship like you are in a relationship with your wife Jericho mm-hmm. I can't tell you how your relationship should be, mm-hmm. what you need to do, mm-hmm. uh how many times you need to do it, what you need to do right. for her, yeah. just like people can't tell me how my relationship with God should be
4: mm-hmm.
0: so when you are two individuals but you're one mm-hmm. as a as a as a unit before the eyes of God and everyone else, mm-hmm. how do you maintain that level of intimacy there? And and you still and you and and, and it's honorable before mm-hmm. God. Your relationship and your marriage is honorable before God. How do you take that and and take that through music? Consider throwing that out there. Yeah. Without that, sharing a lot of your of course your personal details, absolutely, but absolutely. making something a product that's relatable, that's going to minister to people and bring that that unity through marriage that you have, this beautiful 14 year marriage. Mm-hmm. There's people that
1: need that. Mm-hmm. I know they do. That's so good, man. And you know, I, I, so it. I think it that approach to healthy intimacy and healthy right um, music and messages through music for marriages that has been tried, and I think it that the that approach has this stigma that can be kind of. Cheesy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
4: know what
1: I right. mean? It, the yeah. approach itself has this. Stigma. Well, because everybody wants to, you want everybody to maintain. Wants to, you want to be so spiritual
0: at the same time, but. I think, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, what, Dietrich Haddon. Dietrich Haddon, mm-hmm. yeah. He just did that.
4: Yeah, yeah. He did? And it was. Yeah, like, it was uh, what did
3: he do? Uh, it's more,
1: it's a little, I'm not going ra- to say
3: raunchy. Yeah, it, no. He it's did
4: it. Borderline
1: raunchy. He
2: did an album.
1: He, I know it was a he did a series of songs, songs. yeah it was like a
3: I mean I' don't, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a EP or LP but he did some songs for couples it was like a but he goes there like he goes there
1: and I think it's because I think it's because that intimacy, that place, that oneness only comes from a oneness with the father mm. exactly. only exactly, only in its yeah. purest form only right mm-hmm. what i do behind my doors is what i was that's me and my wife business absolutely what they right. do is what they but that that that's oneness, what i was saying intimacy, about the, the
0: relationship you i can't say what your relationship or what you need to do right. you know it's like relation koinonia that's yes. the, the greek word for yes. it that true authentic relationship yeah It. it it can't be defined because it exists between the two of you, but at the same time under
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Under God. Like like the America, supposed to be one, one nation, nation. Under God. Under God. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's yep. that same level of intimacy. If yeah. you understood where we are, one nation. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Under God.
2: But see, I don't think we're taught in that we're not taught that though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so When you go to church as a single woman, I'm going to speak from the female perspective, Mm -hmm. here's your goal. Get a relationship, get saved, and get a husband and get a ministry. Mm -hmm. But all they ever point out is the fact that you're single. But Mm -hmm. nobody ever talks about, you know, how do I garner that intimacy with the Lord and then love my body, not deem myself... As being a threat to the man, you know, or having to cover up because God gave me these body parts, but how to respect them enough to say, okay, I don't have to show as much cleavage. Or I think that also develops in that connection with your partner because, Mm -hmm. but who is helping? the man, male or female, to garner that understanding about ourselves in Christ. Not in the church, because we are the church. Absolutely. But in Christ to say, okay, this relationship is way more important mm-hmm. because it's like, You know, we have the single ministries and let's all go out and have, you know, go bowling. And then they go home and they crying because Bobby, who they really joined the single ministry for, (laughs) is not giving them the time of day. Because at the end of the day, I'm joining single ministry to get married. I'm not joining singles ministry for, For for fellowship. I'm joining it to get married.
1: It's
0: like a speed date.
2: And then you and then you wonder why, you know, you say, well, why we only got 50 people in singles ministry? Because those other 50 done figured it out and said, I'm tired of talking about getting married. I just want, you know, who's helping me talk about developing my business, you know, a God successful business and different things like that. And then in the midst of that, to know that marriage is not the goal, it's just a part of the journey. Right. You know, and different things like yeah, that.
0: Th- we definitely have to have another podcast yes.
4: on
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, my this bad. so good. My you bad. You got me deep I inside. Went. I'm
0: like, oh, wow.
2: My, my bad. bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I just feel mm-hmm. like, you know, in order to get to that intimacy, we got to learn how to be individuals and nobody's teaching and that. And whole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. teaching it, really. I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: Healthy, healthy. I'll say this. There are healthy ministries. There are, and sometimes there are healthy churches. There are healthy church ministries that have not a program, not a committee, no, but they foster this space to have these relationships with people that help teach you that stuff. Healthy ministries will embrace at some point all of that. Yeah. not a singles ministry not a bowling because right. that's, that's 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 how we've done it right right right. right. that's yeah. how we've done yeah. it but healthy ministries i think healthy ministries have those they create these um environments where relationships can happen and that kind of stuff that nurturing mm-hmm. that speaking into happens in the context context of healthy relationships mm-hmm.
2: okay yeah.
0: Wow. So much good this is such stuff. such a good
2: surprise. This wow. is great. This is the wow. best interview.
0: This is part of that more. Yeah. Wow. yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, you're right, Damien. More with Mark Dickerson.
1: Come
4: on, brother. Come on. I like that. <laughs> yeah. no. There we go.
3: Yeah, like, you I know want more. You know oh. Reese going to listen to this and share
0: it to everybody. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Reese Shout Dickerson. Shout out Reese. Reese, Reese my is brother. my, that's, that's, that's my, my homie that's right That's there, my man. dog. That's my yeah. dog. He's just been real from the beginning with me.
4: And that's a, you what know.
1: you know for a long can I for a long sure. time I was so jealous of my brother because he was never afraid to be himself. Yeah, yeah. While I was trying to be what everybody else wanted me to be, and I'm living this way and doing this. And he was like, man, the heck with that. I'm about to do <laughs> me. <And> he, <laughs> he had no problem. And I would wow. get jealous, like, dang, how can you do you? And I can't I can't be me. That's my Maurice, I love you, bro. That's my man. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah. 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 So take a quick moment um and and
0: this is your opportunity to share all the social social media links I know you say you know you don't really <laughs> want to do it like that That's all good but for, for people that want to know more about your ministry mm-hmm. more about uh, where you're going to be what you're
1: doing uh, take a quick moment and, and just plug yourself so first of all thank you guys for having me this Absolutely. has been I had no clue this was going to happen, so thank you for creating this space. So Mark Dickerson is my name, Mark with a C. I can be found on social media at MizTheWriter, M-I-Z-T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E-R, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, My church is The Amazing Life Church, and we are at at A-L-C-J-A-X on Facebook, on Twitter, on um, Instagram and uh, our website is www.amazinglifechurchfamily.com. And yeah, we're at 555 West 25th Street, Jacksonville, Florida, in the Boys and Girls Club uh, in Brentwood. And then uh, Easter, we got- Easter's coming up this Sunday, 10 o'clock. We're having thousands of eggs, and then no, we don't believe in Easter eggs. We do it because it's the language of the community. We do that to get people in, and we share the gospel with them. But thousands of eggs, face painting, um, baptisms on the spot great time excellent awesome excellent. yeah this was wonderful
3: thank
2: you so thank much you yeah.
1: You. yeah yeah absolutely so good thank
2: blue you, you did good hey. Hey.
3: if you like what you heard today please follow us on social media on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Taste Test Radio we also have a website www.tastetest.live where you can hear and find all of our old episodes and guest interviews. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services such as Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to your
0: podcasts. Yes. Taste That's- Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, then head over to Taste and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening.